welcome to the podcast. This week, we are talking about teeter-totters and the tipping point and the characteristic traits of a great youth leader. Listen, you ever been on a, on a teeter-totter? That point where you walk up the teeter-totter, you get to the center piece, the fulcrum, and then all of a sudden, there's that point where you start walking downhill, right? It's like maybe you walked on it on your own and it's up and it's that work, but then you get to the middle part what we will call the tipping point, and everything is easier. I believe that youth ministry and the youth pastor is the same way. There are characteristic traits of a healthy youth leader. Okay, so what are those tipping points that make youth ministry better or make a youth, pas a youth pastor healthier, right? What, what are those things? Let's look at six of them that I believe will help the youth pastor and a youth ministry get past that difficulty, that uphill, to the fulcrum, to the tipping point, and make ministry and life easier. Okay? Hey, uh, number one, too many youth pastors and youth leaders are standing outside the context of the campus. I believe one of the great characteristic traits of a, of a healthy youth leader is a campus presence. Listen, while the same time youth leaders are inviting students at the campus to come to the church, I believe in the same way there are students at school, on the campus, who are wondering, will the church come to me? And then the two never meet. They end up not meeting because we never mix, right? So let me give you two ways to reach the campus as a youth pastor. Two simple, quick ways. Number one. Um, the first way to reach the campus is to train campus missionaries. There's no such thing as a closed campus because our students are already there every day on campus. And if we could give them the burden and teach them how to reach their friends and do a good apologetics with them, they would reach their friends pretty simply. The second way uh, to reach the campus is by attending uh, you know, extracurricular activities, getting involved in events, getting involved on committees and teams and counseling and going to the football game or, uh, you know, a basketball game or a dual track meet on a Saturday, to volunteer on a sports team or in the choir or tutoring. There are so many ways. We've covered that before here. Listen, showing unconditional love to the campus is one of the fastest ways to grow your youth ministry. I, I, can, I can be intimidating at times, right? The youth pastor can be intimidating. But with just a little bit of unconditional love and reaching out to the campus, wow, what an avenue we build uh, to the church. The second tipping point or healthy characteristic of a youth pastor is acceptance. It goes off that unconditional love. Maybe the most viral movement in youth ministry is love. <laughs> the most viral movement in Christianity is love. Partly because it is missing in society. And, and that is kind of a post-romance uh, thing, right? Where the family is busted up. Teenagers are loved conditionally. And... The youth ministry that exhibits family and unconditional love is going to grow. It's like a builder, right? It's one of the fast ways to build the, 
uh, to reach the fatherless and the motherless and the siblingless generation that we live in today. A youth, youth ministry that models an atmosphere of acceptance and family will quickly become a place, a destination in your region. I believe, hear me, that God will send you young people if you are willing to love them. His kingdom is all about the child. And if we are, and he's pleased, I think a healthy youth pastor has unconditional acceptance, favor, and love toward their students, and it explodes. The, the third area is leadership development. The third trait of a healthy uh, youth leader is producing other healthy youth leaders because it takes all kinds of people to reach all kinds of people. Every type of person can reach every type of people. A Superman ministry doesn't work because Superman has weaknesses. You know what I'm saying? However, when you build a team of Super Friends or Justice League or Team Marvel, there is no weakness. A plurality of leadership under a singular vision will reach multiple, multiple teenagers. I'm telling you, just imagine it in your mind, duplicating yourself over and over again, right? There may not be a better way to naturally reach more people than to train more youth leaders. Every youth ministry should be having at least a monthly meeting, okay? At least a monthly meeting. It's not pre-service, right? Listen, don't worry if the meeting is, uh, you know, don't worry if they're going to come. If the meeting is valuable, they will be, it will be a priority. Storytelling, eating, ministry to each other, prayer with each other, calendar, leadership development thought, right? Relationships, uh, relationship building in that setting. As far as the content, present your own material in that leadership meeting. Uh, invite a, a local leader or you know, a superintendent or a coach or another youth pastor in the area. And that will assure greater discussion in your meetings by getting content into the meetings and helping your youth leaders feel trained and qualified, right? All right hey, the fourth tipping point characteristic of a healthy youth leader is outreach. I like to say contextual outreach. Context is your setting. Urban, metro, suburban, rural, small, medium, large, junior high, high school, college. What is the makeup of the students in your setting? Uh, athletes, academics, alternatives, artisans, atheists, right? The church kids, right? What works for one church may not work for the next. Finding the events or the programming or the activities, the content for your setting that will draw uh, all of these uh, kinds of students, man, outreach really only, it doesn't take much, it just takes intention, right? Reading sociology, reading your area, doing the demographics. Here's an idea, create some neutral site events. Don't have every event at the church. Don't have outreaches at the church. The students need to know that their faith works in their setting. Their faith works in their setting. A back to school event, homecoming ideas, Halloween outreaches, New Year's events, 
Valentine's banquets, right? prom alternatives, graduation celebrations that are creative, and man, summer mystery events where you are in the setting, the context of students. All right, hey, the fifth uh, tipping point, right? And a healthy trait of a youth pastor to make everything come together is all about your, um, your personal um, depth in ministry. Is it hype? Is it events? Or is it prayer? It's your personal spiritual discipline and prayer. And I'm not talking about pre-service prayer. I'm talking about a healthy you and healthy prayer meetings that are scheduled on a monthly basis. Okay? Listen, the Bible says that these kind only come out through prayer and fasting. The supernatural, Jesus talked about the supernatural. Jesus, Jesus was supernatural. You cannot take supernatural out of Christianity, right? You, you can't do that. In Mark 9, where he talked about this, you're, you're not seeing things happen because it's prayer and fasting. So we have to organize intercession and prayer and get students praying in groups, in smaller groups, right? In larger groups, having prayer in the youth ministry setting. Hey, listen, here's two quick ideas to get prayer uh, a part of the youth ministry. Assign prayer teams, prayer huddles, right? Pair the students off uh, in diff you know, every month with different uh, people. Number two, assign prayer meetings, uh, schedule prayer meetings every month. Really simple to do. All right, hey, the final characteristic uh, trait of a healthy youth pastor is preaching and teaching. I know this ain't pop for a lot of people, but I want you to think about this. Just look at the stats. 4% biblical worldview in Gen Z. We are not teaching them theology, and preaching and teaching is one of the key communication models of Christ. How he taught with parables and stories and declarations and teachings. With that in mind, remember that there are two worlds that a student lives in when it comes to preaching and teaching. It is the world that they live in in the 21st century and the world of the context of the scriptures in the first century. And great teaching and preaching brings students in the 21st century to the first century. And it brings the first century, that setting, that biblical context, to the 21st century. We need a comprehensive approach to preaching and teaching the doctrines of the scriptures to our kids. Comprehensive means complete. From, right, think about that, from the inception of the scriptures into the first century, bringing that, walking that into the 21st century, helping kids understand the Old Testament, the New Testament, the Ten Commandments, the, to, the parables of Christ, the fruit of the Spirit. Do they have the language? Do they know the scriptures themselves? It's not done, listen, by just doing small group talk. We have to build a, a theology in youth ministry. And if it's in the youth leader, it will come out in all of your programming that you're doing. See, the difference is in your relationship with Christ, your relationship with the scriptures, and how you're going to share that relationship with your students to give them not just an understanding of culture and hype and excitement and pizza parties and gaga ball and nine square, but theology. Listen, if you want to reach this generation, you're going to have to reach them with what they don't have, and that's theology. Think about that. Think about that. Preaching and teaching 
the mysteries and the supernatural of God is exactly what this generation needs in this postmodern culture where they are not getting theology. So do not forget the important role of teaching and preaching and a healthy youth pastor and their uh, theology. Okay, hey, finally, one thought. Each of these are like culture setters, life changers, and they're viral movements. These are viral characteristic traits. Um, I'm not sure any of these should be forgotten or neglected. I know maybe you have more. You can put them in the comments if you'd like, but I'm telling you, if we could just look at these six characteristic traits of a healthy youth leader, the walk up this teeter-totter, that centerpiece, that fulcrum, and that next step where everything becomes easier, the tipping point could really happen in youth ministry with healthy youth leaders. Okay, so, hey, thank you. Look at these six. You can find them on our socials. Just go to the link tree where you can watch it, read it, and listen to it on the iTunes podcast. All right, have a great day.